Hello and welcome to the K&K Wrestle Factory live in picture if you're listening to the video version or watching the video version even here on YouTube. If you're not then this bit is totally redundant and you're just hearing my lovely voice. We are back and it is time for the WrestleZone Aberdeen Anarchy 2022 review but before we get into that let's introduce ourselves i am one of your hosts my name is kyle and uh, i am joined as always by kaylee it's me you can finally see me it's the one the only with all my emotions on my face dangerous for some very dangerous i'd rather not talk about emotions to be honest after after saturday um we'll get to that but uh best moment of my life Honestly, when we get to that part of the review, tissues ready. Big man's death will cry, crying. I'm a sad man. I'm very sad. But you are a sad on. man, but in wrestling as well. <laughs> Rude. Right, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. So, obviously, we are here in picture if you're watching here on YouTube. So, if you're not, I encourage you to head over to the K&K Wrestle Factory YouTube which will be linked on our social medias. Hit that subscribe button. Come over and watch it in video. I'll have some clips up. We'll have we'll have a bit of fun. You can see our faces. Um, probably better to see Kayla's face than mine. Um, she's the draw anyway. So there's uh, gonna be props and everything. I might get props. You don't know. Like a big like inflatable banana or something. That wasn't where I was going with it. I no? was more thinking like I've got like signed cool stuff to show people, not like a bloody banana. I think it'd be funny. Kaylee's got a random thing every week. What is it? Okay. That's where we're going with this. Oh, get your big inflatable dinosaur. That's what you need. Right. I think people here get your big inflatable duh and no one heard what's coming after that. Their mind went somewhere else. I'm just glad my mic didn't cut out. Right. So, a <laughs> bit of housekeeping uh, beyond the old uh, plug and stuff. What have we been up to since the, uh, the last episode, Kaylee? Everything, because it was about four years ago. Um, <laughs> so, we went to a couple of wrestling shows. Go figure, that's what we do. So, we went to Iron Girders, which, first of all, I really like the venue. Really cool, really good atmosphere, etc. Um, I think people might be sleeping on it, to be quite honest. Quite a decent show. Sell yep. hot dogs. They do. What more could someone ask for? Now, the weight of my heart is through my stomach. Right, that's all it is. You give me food, instantly pals. Surprised I didn't get kidnapped as a child. I'd have been dead easy. Um, They'd give you back. Oh, 100%, but I'd eat their grub first. Um, hot dogs, brilliant time. Scotty Too Hotty was there as well. You know, that was always cool. Getting it yard The big man. Exactly. Great show overall. Then, was it like two weeks ago? We went to Respect. Yep. Respect, Respect, yep, and Lock Winnick. Last ever show. Okay. Um, it was alright. It was in the middle of few nowhere. Of our, a few of our boys were on the show. That was the only match that I really enjoyed. Not in a bad... It was alright, but I mean, that was the one that I, I knew people. I need to have some sort of investment. I'm just... It's no for me. Um, great match, though. Honestly, not just saying it because I do like, like most people that were in it. You could tell the calibre of that match was way higher than all the other ones. So, well done. Um, yeah, good show. But that's that done with, so never to go there again. And we went to Full of Wrestling. 
we did indeed. Which was uh, brilliant. Yeah, For Love of Wrestling was, was unreal. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know, For Love of Wrestling is a convention that Monopoly events put on. Um, it, it was in Liverpool the last two occasions. It's been moved to Manchester okay. for next year and it's probably going to be in Manchester for the foreseeable. Uh, it's essentially a wrestling convention. They bring over loads of big names. There was Sting, Kurt Angle, MJF, Trish Stratus, etc, etc in attendance. So we are going to have a special about for Love Rest and talk about our experience there uh, on our next episode. But we thought you know, we, we can't not talk about the uh, the events of WrestleZone and for Love Wrestling would have taken us about three years to talk about. So, uh, oh yeah, because I'm I have a lot to talk. I've got lots of props again, things to show you. I have a whole story about me and Trish Jarvis, who are now like best friends. Spoiler, um, photos I took with the wrestlers. I don't do things by half. I was not getting the photo. I was giving it Yaldi. So I was. A lot. Yeah, Kyle did boring. I can't believe you paid all that money just to go. That's what you do with wrestlers. Oh, you definitely don't. I was like, how's your wife? How's your kids? What are you doing? Pose. Boom. Yeah, giving it there. Yeah, the Longhorns is the best picture I got that whole weekend. But, spoilers, that's next time. That's next time. That is next time. We have got some wrestling to talk about. Ten matches. There was only nine on the day um, for reasons. But let's talk about our day. Normally, when we go up to Aberdeen for WrestleZone, we get the bus because yeah. it's cheap. But and this the time, train tries to absolutely bump you. Well, this time we got the train. We thought, you know, it's anarchy. We need to go the whole hog. It's it's the Aberdeen WrestleMania, right? We need to we need to go for it. So we got the train up. Uh, I thought it was quite a pleasant a pleasant experience, pleasant journey. I would say. Oh, it was quite cool. So on. Get the train there. Great experience. I got to see all these different areas because if it's no Glasgow, I don't really know what. Um, you got to see Montrose? Yeah, from the train station. Nice time. You've heard many um, things about Montrose. But what, seen exactly. I felt like after Dundee, everywhere we stopped, it was just water, land, three houses. Water, land, three houses. And then just yep. Aberdeen. So I, I still don't know anywhere, but as it is. Um, so that was grand. On the way back, I was glad we got the train because I just made it and I fell asleep the whole time because I was shattered. It was great though. Good nap. I woke up when we got to Glasgow, which was brilliant. Perfect timing on my side. But yeah, my first anarchy. Um, what, were, yeah. what, what were you expecting? Can I go into it? Nothing. No, I'm checking. Um, Nothing. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be rotten. <laughs> no, every, I, I never know what to expect because every show that I've been to so far for WrestleZone has got has been better than the last. And it gets to a point where you're like, it can't be any better, and then it is, and then it keeps happening. So honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I will be honest. When I first saw the card, some of it made sense. Some of it was really random. I thought at the time. Yeah. I was like, mm, all right, okay, this this isn't the kind of normal scheduling um, but not overall highly surprised again the atmosphere I've said it online everything the atmosphere genuinely was electric it was it was amazing it was you were just getting pure pumped and normally when you start off strong you what are you laughing at 
<laughs> you were getting pure pumped. <laughs> I wasn't. Well, that's another story for another time. Um, so yeah, it was normally when everyone's really like going hard at the first match. Everyone, <laughs> stop it. Everyone like you get this tired. Is, this, is, this is what people don't normally see. <laughs> is we um, try to pop you? Yeah, but no. What I'm trying to say is, normally everyone gets exhausted, but nah, everyone was buzzing. This is just becoming even more of an innuendo. So, so we'll I'm move on. Stop now. We'll move on uh, to our first match of the evening. It was a VIP pre-show match. Um, our VIP show that cost us twenty quid. Not that I'm bitter about it, but twenty quid. Come on, it's trying times. You know, just saying. <laughs> I didn't pay for it, Kyle did, so it was free for me. Exactly. So it was 40 quid, right? Don't get me started. But anyway, first match of the evening, it was the VIP ticket holders' first match, and it was Air Miles against Alistair Karen. Now, did you know much about either of these two guys coming into the show? I knew Air Miles was the second half of his tag team. That was that part. Um. Karen, I just kept saying Alistair Karen just sounds like Officer Karen for Scott Squad, and that's all I could think of with a wee guy going Officer Karen um, ruined it for me um, so again, didn't really expect much, out came Mankind's, mankind's Love Child the mask, you know that I'm okay with that, De- good hair alright mask and stuff um, yeah, match was alright not my cup of tea just wasn't really my thing but I don't know if that was just first match, didn't really know them. There was a light coming in from the window that was open. The One of the blinds were open and decided just to like be right in my eyesight. It's okay though. But what I was saying is, because your brother was there and his friends, and they were only like, what, 13, 14? Yeah. It was interesting to see their reaction. So they were coming out, they were doing their thing, and they were like, whoa, it's amazing. And I just went over to them and went, you've not even seen the good guys yet. You just wait and see. Because I knew what was coming. I knew who they were going to really enjoy. Yeah. So that was exciting. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought this match was all right, to be honest. I mean, um, they had it a bit hard because, like you said, it was the opening match of the night, so everyone's already a bit, you know, needing to be warmed up. Um, it was two debuting wrestlers. We've never seen these guys yeah. before. So it was a bit odd. You need someone really to get behind in wrestling, um, which I find sometimes when it's two new people, it's hard. It's similar to what you were saying about when we went to respect and you found it hard to get behind certain people. Like if you don't know someone, you, you don't you're not invested. You're not you don't want them to win. You don't want them to lose. So it, it's hard. It's hard. Um, that it's not just if they're new because again, see, take a random match, right? See, we think about it like months ago. See when we saw. Um, well, any match I basically saw at WrestleZone because everyone was brand new to me but see when they came out they established who they were you knew their character you knew exactly oh who did you want to cheer for who did you want to boo they did that these two guys came out and just had a wrestling match which again fair enough they were good at what they did but again first match you just want to be a bit more invested you want to start the show a certain way like have that atmosphere and for me I didn't have it but at the same time the rest of the crowd were into it so it clearly was just my opinion um, which isn't the be all and end all even though I it's, think it is. Aye, as much as you think it might be, aye, it's yeah. not. Um, so that was all, again, but overall, decent decent guys. And maybe if I see them again, I'd have a different opinion, especially if they were maybe going against someone else. I think they were just having a wee wrestle. They just weren't really hooking me. Yeah. 
And then what surprised me, Air Miles picked up the win uh, against Alistair Kern. I was expecting Alistair to, to get the win. But Air Miles picks up the, the W and I'd like to see more of him. I'm hoping that they bring him up with Alex Webb um, and we start getting them tagging together. Because uh, wrestling really, and we'll get onto it later, they really seem to be building up that tag division right now. So hopefully that is a thing that, that carries on. Um, and I hope to see more of Alistair Karen because I think that's an interesting character he's got. And I think it'll work well in WrestleZone the more they get to know him. Yeah, so they need someone a bit more kind of flamboyant and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, so I hope I hope they do bring him up, um, and put him into matches against people you know we actually are invested in, mm-hmm. and that'll that'll help the crowd get get behind him, or against him, depending on how you look at it. Whatever you want. So we moved on to our next match. It was the VIP ticket holders main event. Uh, it was Blue Thunder against the debuting Reese Dawkins. The commentator has stepped in between the ropes. What were you kind of thinking going at this one? Brilliant. Do you know the biggest shock of the night though? His glasses are fake. I thought that is was, true. I thought he was a specky. I mean, he is a specky. Aye, but no those. No, those glasses. They were the real yeah. glasses. Um, first thing, I loved everything about that match, honestly. So, yeah. Reese came out, and so you were saying, so Reese obviously does acting and things, which that's something people miss. You could be a great wrestler, but if you can't get the crowd behind you, kind of like the first match sort of thing, he, they were both working, like the crowd were loving it, the crowd were in the palm of their hand, eating everything they were giving them, which you love. Um, that ring gear was something else. Um, you know I've got a big soft spot for, for how people look in the ring love it, he came out the wee bits which the only thing I will say they did give me that you put your hand inside like a like a cupcake and you came out with the wee, you know the wee paper case I was having paper case um, syndrome but that's just me, I've got a bit of an abstract mind um, <laughs> a bit a bit, um, that's what we'll call it so but overall, really really good so obviously I've never Never saw this vessel. Um, so I was interested in him for the first time. And Blue Thunder brought out the best in him as well. They were really good. They had that good level of comedy, but actually making sense of what they're doing. And Did I think, I'll be honest, I think this is probably the first time you'll have been able to really appreciate Blue Thunder because mm-hmm. he's never he's not really been in a comedy match, per se, yeah. since, since like on the shows we've went to. Um, so this is kind of, you're able to see him in his kind of, his element. So what did you think of him? Oh, I absolutely loved it. Again, it was perfect. I don't even know the right words to say it. You know when someone tries to be funny and it's just shite? And you're like, <laughs> well, that's no funny. Nah. He was perfect. It was the perfect level of it was funny, it was comedy. But the kids were appearing it as well. Everyone was getting involved. That's what I loved it. Again, seeing just everyone looking about. Because where we were sitting this time, we kind of could see a bit more of the the other people in the like the crowd, yeah, and seeing how they were reacting to it was like infectious, and they were loving it, and again they were eating up everything, and yeah, I thought it was really good, and I'd like to see more. Um, am I not? Do you not say I think he might be like kind of, he's not been doing as much in ring as I've maybe started like calm it down a bit, but I'd like to see more. Yeah, like yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? Because like, he's, it's as if he's been trying to step away and he just keeps getting dragged back in when he's needed. Uh, but yeah, I mean... That's what it is. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was really good. And I think, like I said, it was the first chance we've 
or since we're going back, obviously, that's eight years ago, we've been able to see Thunder back in that sort of spot where he's got someone funny to bounce off of mm-hmm. um, and to have those, those, that sort of comedy comedy elements to his match. Uh, yeah, this one was brilliant. It was This is what wrestlers do really well. And we'll talk about it throughout the night. It's like a roller coaster of emotions with wrestlers on. You've got matches like this that'll make you laugh, and there's a few more later on. You've got the ones that really just make you hate someone. Um, mm. Is that dynamite? Um, you've got ones you know that are really entertaining and get you really excited. So it's like the whole night you're always feeling something. So this is a really yeah. good example of it. Um, and I think. Also, yeah, yeah, I hope that's not the last time we see Lace in the ring. No, like, no, I no. Want to it can't more. be. Yeah, and again, the whole Shakespeare gimmick was brilliant and. Just the small things, like how he was smarter than everyone. He was really like, you knew what he was all about the minute you saw him. You didn't have to try and work to try and work out what he was. He knew who he was. The crowd knew who he was. And all the small bits and the little jokes and all that. And he was mentioning things to do with like, I think he said something like, oh, act two is always better. Like all these little things yeah. were just like, they were so witty. And it, and it was funny. Um, well, and, and that's the thing. Like, I think... And this is something we'll probably get on to. This is another WrestleZone trainee debuting on a show and knocking it out the fucking park. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know what I don't know what they're doing. They must be doping their trainees at this point, right? It's like the Russian Olympics team at this point, right? Every trainee that comes out over the last, well, since COVID, over the last couple of years, because even if we extend it back a wee bit to, like, Connor and stuff like that, like... All these trainees that have came out have been absolutely amazing, and they've just taken to it like a duck to water. Um, and obviously you know with, with Reese, yes, it's almost as if that a training school that puts on shows actually wait till they're ready, rather than just putting them out there because they're getting something for them. Who'd I don't know what you're it? talking about. Who'd have thunk it? They actually wait till they can wrestle before putting them out. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Uh, but yeah, no, honestly, like. I don't know what it is like, but everyone that's coming out is, is fantastic. It's a credit to the trainers in the school. Um, yeah. These guys are coming out and smashing it. Obviously, with Reese, you know, with the, the sort of acting stuff, like he was always going to come out and be able to present well and not yeah. have those like kind of invisible nerves of of performing in front of a crowd. That's he's, he's not he knows what he's doing there, um, and obviously like presenting himself and being big and loud and all that sort of stuff it comes naturally to him. I, I assume. Um, but even then, ring stuff, he was solid. And oh, yeah. That's the thing. Everyone that comes out of WrestleZone is a solid wrestler. While, you know, we might not think, oh, they're the best wrestler ever mm-hmm. because they're not doing 450s and dives at the ring and all that. Everyone does the basics well, which cannot be said for everyone in, Most people. Uh, in Scottish wrestling, um, especially given some of the shows we've been to recently. They're having people on there that just they've been doing it longer than a lot of these guys and just don't look as solid and it is a credit to, to wrestlers and we'll, and we'll get on to sending more of the guys that have done them really proud in this show um, and how excited I am for the future of, of WrestleZone, um, no pun intended but the foundation of the future shut up um, but, I mean yeah I think this match was really good, Reese absolutely knocked out the park, Thunder obviously um, helped with the comedy stuff um, and again it was just a, a solid match, you're never going to get something you're never, you're never going to get a bad match out of Thunder, let's be honest. Um, and also, do you know what was really surprising? So I had no expectations for this. Not saw a lot of Thunder. I know he'd be good. He's been there for long enough, so you know what to expect. 
But when it came to race, I'll be honest, at first I thought, is it going to be, you know, you get it all the time, someone will like step in the ring and you're like, smell your time. <laughs> Again, just because I saw a lot of rubbish in my time. I was really surprised, like honestly really surprised. And that says a lot, because um, yeah, kind of go back to what you're saying and reiterating it. A lot of stuff you see is like, oh, they just get that one match and normally it's like they don't even care, they just do it like whatever. But no, there's such a good quality and a high quality. But I think that's also... There's a good you can tell there's a good environment from the guys in the back as well. They don't throw someone in to watch them suffer, like it's not what it is. Yeah. So Also, I'm very impressed with the fact that like Reese was obviously the commentator on these shows and was a pretty nice guy, you know, lovely guy to get on with. Um and then out of nowhere he has just turned into a prick. And it's just amazing to see, to be honest. Like it's just like him out of nowhere. It's almost as if he does it naturally. No offence, but, you know, he's, he's just, he's very good at it. He's very yeah. good at it. I don't, and that is a compliment. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he's just, the, the, it's so easy for him to get the crowd to hate him. And, uh, yeah, he's just, he's very good. Ultimately, he picked up the win um, against Blue Thunder, which, again, was really good. He really needed that to kind of cement himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's going to do next or where he's going to go from now, um, going into Battle of the Nations, but... He's picked up that way. He's got the momentum. I'm really excited to kind of see where he goes from here. Oh, I was thinking of Hunter's are names. He could name his moves. Um, for example, you could steal Paige's page turner, you know, script. And then I thought he could have one. I don't know what the move would be, but you could call it going off script. Like it. Oh, this, right? I've got lots. If you want, get in my DMs. I'll tell you what they are. I'm, I'm, I'm good at naming things. I'm not good at doing them, but I'm good at naming stuff. His, his finisher should be called like the final curtain or something like yes. that. Yes. That is what it is. Right, uh, Reese, you just give us a message, right? We'll hook you up, don't you worry. We'll see. we'll get you sorted. I'm good at thinking about wrestlers' gear and I'm good at thinking about stuff like names and all that. That's it. Doing the actual wrestle, I don't I just find myself about I don't think I'd be any good at that part. Okay, I mean that's fine because a lot of wrestlers for we're from, you know, are good at taking gear and forgetting folks' names. But that's that's that. Um, right, <laughs> VIP pre-show was done. Um, we got that out of the way. We had a lot of fun with those two matches. Uh, the blinds were finally shut in the the venue after blinding us for the first two matches, thanks to whoever sorted that out. Um, first match. Actually, before we get into the first match, um, because I thought it was funny that um, Martin got his re-entrance uh, at the start of the show, but yeah. Martin had a new suit, which oh. I know you were very complimentary of. No, genuinely, I loved it. That colour works really well on him, so well done, Martin. I don't know if it's going to be your full-time suit, or if it's your big show suit. Um, not big show's suit. Well. But I liked it. It was really, really good for you. But also, even before that, I think you'll forget, what did I go and pick up? I now own one of the new Mickey Moshpit t-shirts. And I had a sticker saying, um, to my number one fan. So, that made me happy. You didn't get anything because you're tight. Well, no, because um, the t-shirt I really liked is Brad Evans' t-shirt. Wasn't he buying that? No supporting him. Prick, right? Even if he is sexy with mullet. Right, we'll get onto that. I'm not buying your merch, you prick. Um, well, this is the thing, right? So foundation, the, foundation of the Future as well. No buying their merch, pricks. 
Right, I have three t-shirts like on my list just now, but I didn't buy any of them at the show because I thought Kyle would batter me. So I do want Brad's t-shirt. I want the Finish the Futures t-shirt and I also want Connor's t-shirt. So they're my next three. I didn't even see Connor's t-shirt. I saw, obviously saw like Crusher wearing it later on, but I didn't actually see it on the on the merch stand. I literally point it out to you and then you turned around and started speaking to someone else because you're just blanking me, but that's on you. So you know Connor, what it's like? that's that's on him. You know what it's like? People try and talk to you and I'm I'm not good in social situations, right? So my my senses are heightened. So I'm on the lookout the whole time. Yeah. Like well, during that whole part, Kyle is so socially awkward that when I was going out to the toilet, he made me pass a message to Aspen, who was standing at the merch table, on his behalf rather than him going himself. Why didn't I get up and go and talk? Was just, That's weird. That was it. I always feel bad. Like, see where, see where wrestlers, right? See if I'm not buying something from them. I don't like to go up and be a lingerer. But you were just no. sliding their DMs all day? Yeah, I mean, most of them slide in my DMs, thank you very much. But uh, the less said about that, the better. Uh, but at, least it, at least it's you. That's true, that's true. Uh, it makes a change. Um, no voice notes, though. Right, so... Um, <laughs> the, I, the... I just don't like being a lingerer. Because it feels like... Imagine going to a shop, right? And just standing there at the counter and just talking to them and no buying something. feels weird, and, doesn't it? And excuse me, and where did you learn that? I'm not even meant to be here today. Um, so anyway, we'll get on to the show. And talking of those pricks, the Foundation of the Future, it was the WrestleZone Tag Team Championships match was up first. And it was the challengers, the Foundation of the Future, taking on the champions, Crusher Crabe and Connor Malloy. So before I kind of let you run with this one, obviously me and Billy from SWM Podcast did a preview of this show and we were pretty adamant that there was going to be some sort of tension between Crusher and Connor on the show. Uh, what were your thoughts going at this match? Oh, so I honestly thought Connor was going to lose his rag and take him and just absolutely batter Mr. Krabs. Um, <laughs> Mr. Krabs? <laughs> money, money, money. Money, money. Um, why is it like that TikTok? Give me all your money. Mm. Um, so yeah, I honestly thought there was, going, there was going to be a breakup of some sort. I thought Connor was finally going to just be like, nah, taking none of it anymore. Set about him. But that's not what happened. But before we even get there, do you know the first thing I noticed when they all came out? Like, the Finish of the Future lads and Connor. Yeah. What gym have they all been going to? They've all purely like, transformed themselves lately. They've all true. like They've all went from, they've already looked like a certain calibre, but they've all like I can't describe the this aura about them now. They seem so legit. They have like, like the look is all coming together, and they're all really starting to like have that kind of it factor about them, which I think is amazing. I mean, I'll be honest, right? Connor now looks so good; it's disgusting. I don't appreciate it. Yeah, that boy's that boy's not at a carb in about three months. It was like overnight again. He looked good before, but then see from the last show to now, it's like, damn, like. What is this? Well, because the thing with Connor was he was always in like good shape, but he's now got like beefy. He's beefed up. Yes, because this is the thing, and this is where sometimes see when you're younger, like a younger wrestler coming out, like and all that and stuff. What the issue you've got? So again, this is the thing that I would say that even like Evan had for a wee bit, but he's starting to change now. 
is that everyone's like, oh, because you're younger, they just see you like this young lad. They don't see you like legit. So when you start getting like putting like the muscle knit on and start kind of defining yourself or etc., or even just sometimes the gear you wear just goes from like that level and you take yourself there, people then start to really think of you in that picture. People, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that seems really like over there, but you know what I mean, where I'm getting to. So yeah, that was cool. And then again, I was just going to grace over the fact that Brad Evans now has the whole oh. Brian Pillman look. That's the first it's thing just, I thought. He's just a beautiful man, isn't he? Like, it's just... Yeah. Oh, it's it's so annoying. It's so annoying. But yeah, the, the mullet, loving it. Absolutely loving it. My question is though, how raging was Dino when Brad rocked up with a mullet? Yeah. Well, all I'm going to say is that the minute you just came out the curtain, Kyle's like, you're crying, right? And then he went, oh my, look at Brad's hair. Bet that's soft. I want to see that dry. And I just went, you have to calm down, sir. This is getting weird. Hey, so there's nothing wrong with appreciating the looks of another man. Fair. It's yeah. respect, if some, I would say, to be honest. Okay. But anyway, this match, we'll talk about the actual match. Um, I thought it was really good, to be honest. Like I think we really expected this match to, to kind of be the, probably one of the best of the night, and it probably exceeded our expectations. Mm-hmm. The crowd on this match were absolutely... I couldn't even hear myself think at some point during this match. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, overall, great match. And even then, well, obviously we'll talk about in a second what happened at the end, but even Crusher was on their level as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was really he could just he was giving it everything this felt it had like a big match feel and yeah I know it's anarchy so of course they would all have that but yeah it's just the match started so strong like came out flipping everywhere again the boys beside us were absolutely losing it they just they thought they'd saw a great match like two matches ago with all the flips then this happened they were like oh my god um, it was great and the thing that I like Everyone had the perfect role in the match. Do you know what I mean? Like the finish yeah. of the future looked so strong and they really they really earned winning those titles. And as sad as it was for um Connor and um Crusher, Mr. Krabs, to to lose the titles, it felt right. It felt like the right time. And biased, I've said for a long time, he's good, but Connor needs to go on his own. Uh, I felt like he has so much potential and that's not any disrespect to him being his tag team and that and his tag team partner but there's so much that he could give that I felt that he he doesn't need that tag team just now he needs to go on his own he needs to do his own thing and finally we're going to get that Yeah I think he's primed for success at this point Um, he had a really good run with Crabe as the, the champion which is obviously cemented himself and now he's gonna go and run and be the the new young boy on uh, on the radar. Maybe go up against Ronan at some point. Who knows? Um but oh, yeah. I would love to see that. I would pay good money to see that match. So this match ended with the Foundation of the Future picking up the win against Crusher and Connor to win the tag team titles Fair play to them, a um, bunch of pricks. Uh, they're the new champions. It's looking very interesting to see where they go. They are probably the best tag team in the country, I would say. Um, 
hands down by a country mile probably at this point and they are now the champions they're going to be the the face of the tag team division and I feel sorry for whoever's going to try and come for those titles to be honest but then after the match we had a bit of a sombre moment so yeah so Connor shouting he wants the rematch the lads are like you can have your rematch because of course they're cocky now they know they're going to win they know they're keeping those titles they've ran through those two that I've had the titles for a long time as far as I'm aware um, go for it and then Crusher was like nah we're not, we're not doing it and that's when I was like oh my god Connor's about to get battered <laughs> someone phoned Childline um, his mom was there she can't see this she can't see her way and get battered I'm there I'm, I'm on edge I'm like Danny's going to batter him myself that's what happened this is where we found out that he's, he's laying the boots down Yep, so Crusher Crabbe announced his retirement from wrestling. Um, funnily enough, Crusher Crabbe was the main event of the first wrestlers on Aberdeen Anarchy I went to, first wrestlers on show I ever went to, uh, against Johnny Lyons where he won the title. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been interesting. It's been an interesting time to see the things that he's done. Obviously, you'll have only seen him... Um, you know, over the last six months and from what you've seen before probably. But again, it, he's had some career. Um he's done pretty much everything he could do in WrestleZone. But he's... wait, there's a big question. Has anyone told Grado? That is a very good point. He'll right. Someone him. get someone get Grado on the phone, right? Because mm-hmm. he is going to be devastated when he finds out that Crusher Crabe has retired. Honestly, you'll need to console him. That's going to be a thing. It's fine, though. I am setting up a wrestling support group after the main event, which we'll get into. Uh, so I will, I'll let you know the details later. Uh, but yes, Chris Crabe has hung, up his, has hung up his boots for the last time. Um, that is him now retiring. He made a big speech about how you know the new generation of WrestleZone are, are coming through and they're doing really well and he's moving on to let them take the spotlight. Uh, and I think, you know, it's... It's a noble move, you know. It's probably mm-hmm. the hardest thing you can ever do as a wrestler is yeah. give up the, the the sort of thing you love. Um, so hopefully he stays involved, you know, in some fashion. Um, obviously wrestlers don't have the, the training academy and, you know, there's there's loads of ways he could be involved in, in, in the, the shows and the development of the future. But, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a valuable part of that roster that's now gone. But, yeah. as he said, it's now time for someone to step up and take his place. So, like you're saying, that is like a, such a big thing, especially when you look at him. He's there. There might be younger guys in the roster, but it's not like he's he's old and he can't do it. He can. So the fact that he's doing that, like you're saying, means a lot. Um, but yeah, hopefully he's not too far away. Hopefully he still kind of keeps his toe in the door, as they say. Like he knows what's going on. He's still there and good for the guys. Um, but that also takes us nicely onto something that we someone said to us earlier on. So. We asked for some questions, and we have two in this match. So the first one, I'll take the first one, you can take the second one. Okay. So the first one was from the inspirational Ryan Riley. So of course, big fan of the show. I'm a big fan of him, right? Just because you're not, right? They're my lads. I am, I am. Okay. Gotta keep it alive. So he said, no question, but would just like to remind everybody that he, Ryan Riley, kicked out of Crusher Crabe's last ever big boot. That is inspiring. Anything you want to add to that? No. 
I don't, I don't. <laughs> no. no comment. No comment. Uh, that's pretty time. inspiring, I suppose. Yes, um, it is. You looked like you got your absolute arse beat, so fair play and you for kicking out on it. So, Aye. on you go next. Next question. I don't know what the next question is. You didn't tell me. I'll tell myself me. then. So, Connor, my good friend Connor. Connor Malloy. Love him. He says, does Kaylee, that's me, yep. want to be my new tag team partner? Seem to be one short after Sunday. Now. Saturday. Saturday. I carried. No got my glasses on. First of all, anyone who knows me knows, don't don't offer me something like that. I'll, I'll take you up on it. It doesn't take much convincing for me to do anything in life, which everyone knows. So if you need me there, I will be there. I'll start training tomorrow. We've got a couple of months. When's the next show? Is it not for a couple of months now? August 6th. So now you've, I, got, you've got three months, or oh, just under three months. I've got about 20 years worth of wrestling watching under my belt. I've played 40 people many times. I, could, I, think, I think I could get a good world. Right, I'd get it yelled. So, if you need me there, you just, you just, you say the name. I'll be there. I'll just wear my my Trish Stratus cosplay because you know that seems to be all right. Uh, I'll get I mean, let's be honest. Half the folk at WrestleZone would probably think you're actually Trish Stratus. They'd sell, they'd sell massive tickets for that. That would be brilliant. Well, I've got the pose down. I've got the, I've got my, I come in my own belt. You know, I'm like, you know, when you buy an elite figure and it comes with accessories. I've got it. So you need me there. You phone me. I'm game. Am I like you know how with the elites you sometimes get the builder wrestler? Am I the builder wrestler? Are you a builder Festus? <laughs> Is that me, the builder wrestler? Sitting in the corner. Please buy me. You know, I think it's always weird when you buy a wrestler, it comes like a severed leg. And you're like Well it's the China figure you've got that has the the ventriloquist dummy. It's it's terrifying, honestly. Thing is, though, I don't like opening them up. I I don't like my figures breathe. I like to keep them like intact. Part of it all. That's why I buy two: one for breathing, one for keeping. Um. So the fact that it's got a doll that just stares at me is very uncomfortable. But to be fair, though, I get that. I my AEW figures, I keep closed. Um. Well, I mainly because I think the Derby ones, I don't think have value. I do have a nice one here. Oh. Signed one. Oh, for the audio listeners, Kaylee is showing her signed Tristratus Chase variant elite signed by Tristratus herself. And if you look closely, you could probably still see the tears that I was crying when she signed it. So. Oh, I just realised it's fine. I'll tell you later on. Okay. That's... Mark's present still here. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, Mark, if you're listening, um, next time we see you, which will probably be slam dunk, uh, we've got a present for you. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Um, next match up, we had Chris Archer facing not Jackie Polo, who was no longer at the show. It was the debuting Crowbar, the hardest part of the ring, the uh, the national animal of Poland, as I as I stated in the preview. Any was did you have any thoughts going into this match before before we went into it? Do you know what I realised day two are? You know when you go to the circus, right? Or Where's like, this going? The bearded lady? No. No. Okay. That's rude. 
No, you know when you get those mirrors where it looks like from one side, but then you've got the distorted version on the other side? It's like two bikers that are on the opposite side of those mirrors. Aye. Little and large. Do you know what I mean? That's like, that was a thing. So yeah, two bikers came out at each other. Also, something that's pretty impressive. You know how people say you can wear one piece of denim? Wearing double denim is quite adventurous. Archer was wearing triple denim. I heard it's quadruple denim. I heard he was wearing denim pants. Pants? And it was a thong, so there you go. <laughs> oh, the chafing. <laughs> oh. Um, but I was like, they two came out doing what they're doing, but I'm like, mate, it is boiling in here. There is no way that I'm wearing any sort of denim. There was a lot of denim in there. But I had a theory. I thought they better be careful. See if they run at each other too fast. The denim's going to swish, swish. It's going to start to be fire. The sparks are going to go off. I was sitting there just waiting for it. Can you imagine if they went for like a figure four or something? They just... <laughs> just rubbing together. Just, <laughs> just, just fire in the ring. Oh, weird. Again, that was a weird matchup. Like, why was Crowbar in WrestleZone? It was weird. He didn't look happy to be there, uh, let's be honest. But... I don't think he's happy to be alive. That's true, but it was it was a decent match. I feel bad for them because nobody cared, right? Let's be honest, nobody gave a shit about this match. Uh, mainly because, because mainly because there was no build to it. Like it was just a match. That's the thing. So the crowd love Archer. He's got everything going for him. He had the title no long ago, etc., etc. And then I was thinking at first with Jackie Polo, I was like, why the hell is Jackie Polo here? But fair play, maybe they've, maybe they've got something coming, but. At least I, I was thinking, I was like, oh, that'll be a really good match. They'll really get a lot of each other. But then I think the issue was Crowbar is a very, like, just does the wrestle, leaves. Backflips backstage, what I heard. Um, he only moves and flips. Yeah, his momentum just keeps him going. But, Honestly, um, I, I saw him um, backflipping through Sainsbury's at Kitty Brewster before the show. He was going down the veg aisle, backflipping. <laughs> Not <laughs> you don't want the image I have in my head is just nah. You're all I, right. but you know how like in your head you might be thinking like gymnastics like handspring like so like using your hand he didn't even use his hand he just goes <laughs> flips feet to feet to feet. Um, you should see him try to go through the self scan. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpected um, item in the bagging area. <laughs> Hi crowbar. It's um, <laughs> anyway, with that, I felt bad for Archer because I felt that he was really shy. And again, they're all, they're both good on their own. It just didn't have the chemistry together, and there could be many reasons. Again, the crowd just went into it. I think that was one of the only matches of the night. The crowd just weren't for. Well, and remember, right? I felt again. I keep saying it, but I felt bad for Archer. He deserved way more than that. Do you know what I mean? Well, remember, there's three. There's three big components of a match, right? Well, if it's a singles match, there's your two wrestlers and the crowd, and you need all three to be on point for it to be a really good match. You could have two wrestlers doing the best thing ever, but see if the crowd are sitting on their hands, it's not nobody cares, right? It's not interesting. And there was no 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 one was really invested in this match because uh, it came out of nowhere. We'd never seen Crowbar before. Everyone likes Chris Archer. It was just. Aye, it was just a bit strange. And I, like you said, I felt bad for Archer. He definitely deserves better. He had that big moment at the first show back. 
and then he's lost the title at Summerhill, and then he's just kind of been floating about. So, yeah. and again, they just they just came out and wrestled, which in other places and or builds to a match would be good, but see the type of crowd that wrestles don't have. They need they need it to be put straight in front of them. This is what you like. This is what it is. Here you go. They need everything spelled out to them. That's just the type of show it is. Um, which is not like every other other places. It's not like that. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think they were just like, okay, it's good wrestling, decent, but I can't cheer for it. I I don't really know what what I'm doing, and that's where I think the crowd just lost it a wee bit. They just need things spelled out a bit more. Which isn't a bad thing. If anything, it means that you get different matches, which are fun. So yeah, it would be nice to see the next show back that he has someone more of his caliber. That he can actually bring the best out of him because what I've saw, and again, it is limited. He can bring really good matches out of people. They can bring really good matches out of him. But see if someone's just not giving it, he's just like it's hard to kind of give because it's just not his no. his style. Well, talking about something the crowd weren't really interested in. Um, actually, apologies. Chris Archer picked up the win in that match against Crowbar. Um, we kind of expected that. Speaking of something the crowd got into, the next match was a singles match with a special guest referee. So, special guest referee was the one and only tenacious Johnny Lyons. So, right, Kayleigh, you've never seen him before. What did you think? Right, I've got a couple of comments. Right. First of all, never saw him wrestle, but I do love his reviews on YouTube, right? I love them. I have heard many a story of many a person about him. I've heard for you, for Lewis, for Mark, anyone. Everyone's told me hundreds of stories. So I feel like I knew that guy inside and out. Then I saw him and realised I knew nothing. Um, first things first, he was in the best shape of everyone on that show. Yep. What's he doing? Like, why is he retired? He looks he looks better than Prime. Like, what has he been doing? Um, that's my first thing. What is he on? Right? Like, honestly, he has more, like, energy than anyone. Like, what what's going on? Like, how how does how does he bottle that? Like, if he could bottle that, we'd buy it. But um, no, he's just he's infectious. I get why everyone loves him now. He just has such an infectious energy. The minute he came out, he just stole the moment. It's a shame. The two lads are trying to have a good match, except to do what they're doing, and he's just like, way, woo! And it's like, you can't do him in it. Like, get, let the lads have a moment. Um, yeah. I hope Aye. I see more of him. He needs to come out of retirement. I'd, I'd see more of that. He's, the whole he's, crowd were loving it. He's something else, isn't he, Johnny? Yeah. He's he's an enigma, um, is, is what our Johnny is. Um, so I, he was the, the special guest referee in this match. Um, it was Brian Tucker against Evan Young. Uh, Brian Tucker, the man that everyone loves to hate in WrestleZone, uh, arguably the most annoying man in WrestleZone with those tartan trues and his wee dicky bow. Rupert I don't know. Bear. Honestly, I don't know what he does. With it. I don't know where he shops, right? But it's, it's something. And he was up against our wee pal, Evan Young, Mr. 2004, he's back. We're finally seeing him again in a singles match since we saw him at... Uh, would have been Christmas Chaos. was last time while. we personally saw him um, in a match. Because I what think you'll think? find, last time I was raging, 
and I was tweeting that I'm not going to wrestle so if I don't see more of Evan Young. So they listened, which was good. They listened. First things first, not even the match. Mama Young was there, of course. I was love seeing her reactions. The best part of the night is watching her watch her son get barred. She's on the edge of her seat. She's this close to jumping in. Now, if we ever want to make her a stunt mum and she can get involved, I'll be right about it. I'm thinking about making a mum faction. I'm not a mother myself, but act like when me, uh, Evan's mum, I'm pretty sure Ronan's mum was with us. Connor's mum. Gonna make a faction. Can't stop us. Um, you can have a dad or something if you want, but that's not exciting. So that's a thing. But yeah, Evan coming out again. I love him so much. Such a soft spot. And I feel like, see, because I saw his debut match, and it was like, I just, I don't know, I feel like I have that wee soft spot for him. Do you know what I mean? Like, he holds a special mm-hmm. place in my heart. So that's brilliant. Um, great as always. And again, going back to um, your brother and his friends, the fact they were like, oh my God, he's Mr. 2004. Oh my God, that's like going a couple of years older than us and he can do all this. It's amazing. They were hyping each other up. They were like, I can't believe he can do this. And it was just hearing them be so inspired by that was so cool because and what I'm saying is there's a lot of young guys in the show. But you know what it's like? When you're that age, everyone seems older than you. So for him to actually have the year he was born, they were like, hold on a minute. That's not that's not too much older than us. So who knows? Maybe they'll have three new people at their training school um, at some point. Um, also, changing it over to Brian Tucker, him and Evan work so well together. I yep. genuinely, I have changed my opinion on him from that match because I've, I've seen it before. There's something there, but it wasn't in my cup of tea. I just, I couldn't vibe with it. I couldn't get behind it. It was just annoying and again people in the crowd seem to like it i just didn't like it it wasn't my thing um and then of course i got annoyed with the whole like wearing this tie etc like shut up but after that match i was like this made sense his character made sense that match what like he had the second half of what he needed and i genuinely enjoyed it and then the tie thing it came out with me dicky bow i was like oh where's the tie thought i hated it realized i missed it Next thing you know, Mr. Soko style, there's the tie. It was brilliant. So I've been bought over now. But I will say I now need to wait and see what he's going to do next. Is he is he going to keep bringing this momentum? Because I feel like, again, I don't know if he's been doing this gimmick for a long time because I've only, been, I've only saw it a couple of times. But I feel like he's cemented. We now know what his whole thing is now. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you? Yeah, I thought it was a really good... It was really- Good match, to be honest. It was, it was one of those matches that you know, you didn't really expect much from it, um, because again, it was never going to be like, you know, a five star technical wrestling match because it's not what it needed to be. Um, Johnny as the referee was so entertaining. That was like the big story of the match, wasn't it? You know that Brian had been getting screwed by WrestleZone management and the referees, and you know it was Stu was there, Stu. I'm too busy thinking about his reviews at this point. Uh, Scottish Stu Ranson reviews. Uh, Johnny Lyons. This is the issue. It's what happens when you retire and start calling yourself Coach Stu. That's all I can think about. Uh, so Johnny Lyons being the referee was obviously the the big the big story of the match. And I think it was done very, very well. 
Um, there was parts obviously where Tucker was going for the pin and uh, Johnny was obviously jumping up on the ropes and just going, ah, well, I'm not going to count or slow counting or fast counting for Evan. It was just really fun, to be honest. Uh, and yeah. Again, that's where their chemistry worked so well. Like they had so much chemistry, the three of them. And what's been really interesting now for for Evan, the first couple of matches, his first match, obviously, you know, he was new. And seeing that, see now, seeing that evolution, he now is just coming out and the small things. So what I was saying is he was working the crowd a lot more and you saw he was a lot more confident and just doing his own thing. And you're not seeing as much, you're not seeing as many of the clogs turning. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes yeah. you kind of saw those little cogs and it might have only been seconds, but I feel like if you've watched wrestling for long enough, you notice that a wee bit. But mm-hmm. now it's like, it's so smooth. And again, like I was saying earlier on, you just, he's now starting to take himself to that new level and it's brilliant to see and yeah I'm really excited to see where he's going to go because in this short space of time how much he's improved where's he going to be like another six months time do you know what I mean? Right, exactly and yeah I mean I think Evan sometimes gets overlooked a wee bit because he came out at the same time as Ronan who we're obviously going to get on to and Ronan is such an over-the-top, in-your-face character. He's on social media all the time. He's, mm-hmm. he, he shoves himself down your throat. Like You can't be involved in WrestleZone and not know who Ronan is. So mm-hmm. I feel like Evan does sometimes just get a, bit, a little bit left under the radar because it's impossible to keep up with, with Ronan because, I mean, the boy is insufferable sometimes. Uh, and that's that's what's doing him favours. So I, I do feel bad for Evan sometimes, but he is you know, getting back on shows and he's getting to that point where you know people are starting to take notice of him you know he was getting a good reaction from the crowd um last night um you know everyone around us was loving it um he got the win obviously which was brilliant he got his big moment in anarchy Um, the future's looking bright for evan Uh, i hope that you know we've we've kind of had the season finale when it comes to to wrestlezone with anarchy i'm hoping you know when it comes to battle nations he starts building himself up and gets him in, gets himself into some sort of nice programme where we can kind of really sink our teeth and, and learn really who he is. Well, this is a thing, though. So see if you think about it. He has an advantage, though. So if you look, if you take, like, Connor, Evan and um, Ronan together, right, because they're quite, like, they're very similar. Connor is doing the high flying and everything, but he's starting to build himself out. He's got this range, right? Ronan is doing the whole in-your-face, like, better than everyone. Some call him the Scottish MGF. That's his side of it. He's better than him. Evan, he can do that stuff. But do you know what I think is really important? He's really technical. Yeah. And this is something he needs to really make that more of his thing. Do you know what I mean? Don't try and do the exact same as them. Because you've already got somebody who does that. The fact he can be so technical and get down and do all the stuff on the mat. Really, like, focus on that. Make that your thing. Like go ahead and do that and stuff, do you know what I mean? It's very, like, the kind of vibe you're getting, and this could be a really, like, I might be talking absolute rubbish, but you know when you watch, like, I've only just started watching it um, back again, but you know, like, WCW, when you saw, like, before they had the proper, like, high-flying cruiser? Goldberg. I'm going to come into your room and punch you. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Keep your calm. Um... But you know, before having the whole high flying cruiserweights at that time, where it was a lot of like mat wrestling and it was really yeah. impressive, it was different, and you were like, you see everyone fly all the time to do this, whereas before everyone was on the mat, so high flying was different. This is a different thing. 
like have yeah. that his whole thing like really like focus and do that of course i'm not saying that's the only thing you should do but the fact he's got that over what they're doing just now that'll make him stand out and it'll be cool to see what he does so you can yeah. take that in so many directions so 100 and yeah i mean it's one of those things is that He's he's not really been on that many big shows now. Do you know what I mean like he's done obviously the academy shows and stuff like that? But in reality, he's only been on like two big shows. So it was only really his second singles match on a big show as well. So um, you know, it, it, it's going to take a bit of time, and I think that's the thing you kind of forget because wrestlers don't have him at running shows like as regularly. They've only done like a handful of shows since they came back in October. So while you look at it and say, "Oh, that was what seven months ago or, or whatever." You know, it's only been five shows. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been a handful of shows. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too um, worried about anything like that. And I think it's just gonna the more shows he's on, the more he kind of gets out there. And I'm interested to see how he how he gets on, how he grows into the performer that he will be. Um, and that's the thing. Every time you see him, he brings a whole new aspect to himself and mm-hmm. you you can see that so i genuinely get really excited to see him because you never know what you're going to get and i think that's you're, good you're just excited to see his mum let's be honest i do love his mum too you're just there for the moz that's you 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 can care about the wrestling you're going is there more there is there more there mm-hmm. yep there they are hey hey doing and we're back excuse the cut um i had a brain fart there um, and forgot where we were so anyway we're back and our next match is the Singapore Kane match uh, first half main event it was Mickey Vago against the best wrestler in the world Connor Connor why do I keep wanting to say Connor Malloy Ronan King I've got King, Connor on the brain are you like what is wrong with you you're literally <laughs> only been speaking for like an hour and you're already just off it like what is wrong with you? Ah, uh, well, that's what it is. We'll leave that. Why, why are you thinking about Connor all day? Like, move well, on. Next hey, match. He is looking beefy. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, that's going to kill Ronan. Uh, so, yeah, it was Ronan King against Mickey Vago in a Singapore Kane match. Right, we need to talk about it first. Ronan's entrance. Oh, right. so good. So, at first, I was thinking. Mickey's going to come out last because he's got his, his match, his gimmick match. Next thing you know, his music hits. And I'm like, what's going on here? Out comes Mickey Vago, or so we thought. Nah. Ronan somehow not just stole his Moz wardrobe, but then some random person's wig or that. He came out as a fake Mickey Vago. Brilliant though. Loving it. And then that gold jacket was something else. Like, honestly. Oh. Getting it and put it on him for him perfection everyone knows i'm a big fan of those leopard print tights again still need, that's what i meant sorry zebra i still need to know where you got them because i wouldn't mind rocking a pair myself personally but um entering was amazing came out with a guitar it was like what with elias um which we'll find out more about that guitar later on but oh, the, I did notice, the, the guitar that had no strings and was clearly worked upon. Interesting. I wonder if there was anything in said guitar. Um, did notice one thing though. Came to a Singapore cane match with no Singapore canes. Ah, he's smart. How? How are you going to win a cane match that cane? You don't have to also, use a cane. You're just allowed right, to use a cane. I'm going to say something. I was like, do you know what you should do? 
someone should have a cane match and you're like, whoa, actual cane. This is what I'm thinking. You get it wrong. You come out, blow up cane, like mass cane. You've got cardboard cutout of cane. You somehow went to like the charity shop and bought hundreds of cane figures and you just tie them all together. So you've got a line of canes. Then somehow you've paid for cane dingo for Emmerdale. He comes out. Cane match. You're welcome. Sorry. Candy canes. Uh oh. Right. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Russell Kane. I could go all day. We then had Mickey Vago coming out with his <laughs> uh, with his general's hat. Uh, nah, honestly, again another thing. I need to know where you got that hat. I I loved that hat. Genuinely, I was feeling it. Great look. So I so. Mickey came out looking fantastic. He's got the the combats on. He's got the camo on. He's got a bin full of Singapore canes. He is ready to unleash hell. Also, we need to pull him up. So we were saying he's looking trim. And he went, nah, it's a dungarees. Man with me wearing dungarees and still look trim. Aye. He's looking good. Aye, but I noticed he was still wearing a top to cover up for all these shots. Ronan came in bare-chested. He wasn't fear. Uh, he wasn't He I was gallus. He was glad. I think he was glad he was wearing the shirt after the kind of shots he was getting hit with. That's true. That's because Ronan is the best. Uh, <laughs> in all seriousness, right? This match was absolutely fantastic. There were yeah. so many cool parts of this match. Um, one of my highlights was um, when Ronan did the moonsault off the second rope. He got caught in midair with the kendo stick uh, to the midsection. That sounded absolutely brutal. Um, oh. And everyone around us just went, oh, mental. Um, the match was brutal. Like there was just loads of, of kendo stick or Singapore cane shots. At one point, Ronan absolutely merked Mickey across the head. Uh, I did not stick. expect that. See, when I was about a cane match, I thought it was going to be one each, a couple of each, boom, boom, sort of thing, nothing much. Now, Ronan decided to go to absolute town while posing at the same time, which, okay, fair play. It was the best part, yeah. Yeah, Mickey got his ass handed to him quite a bit through that match unfortunately the one in the head I still can hear it again to to the side of me the boys were loving it they just they couldn't get enough of it of course I don't they they didn't expect to see actual violence either um at that age buzzing off it and then that's when we did get the famous he reminds me of a Scottish MGF and I was like you can't tell him that because he's never going to let anyone Love that down. Um, Which we've now found out is the case. And yeah, the whole match was just... You know when you just get one of those matches that you just... You didn't know what to expect. So if anything, is better because you just don't know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant. But then again, Ronan just absolutely started merking. Um, Well, well, Vigo did fight back um, and get himself back on top. But... Ronan used not a, not a Singapore cane, but he went full slap nuts with the guitar. Hits Vago with a brutal guitar shot to the head. Smoke yes. fills the room. 
the photos are incredible. Uh, I'd recommend you go on to Wrestlezone's Facebook and have a look at the photos because it is absolutely mental. Like there was, it was everywhere. There was powder absolutely everywhere. Um, it was like a, it was like a night out in Glasgow, um, with wrestlers. Um, promotion redacted. Um, and it was just oh, mental, absolutely mental. And Aye, but do you know what people never thought about though? It was the sweatiest venue ever. So see when the powder hit the air instantly hit the sweat and then it was like a paste hitting you we all got pasted we did uh and yeah it was oh it was brilliant i did not expect it at all which is ironic because i feel like he came up with a guitar and when you think about it the fact that the guitar had no strings um had a bit of tarp inside it uh clearly that was getting swung off somebody's head right uh, it wasn't, it swung it wasn't off someone's elbow he wasn't playing it, right? Um, it did get yeah, less said about that, the better. Um, I don't want to get involved in any pending lawsuits. Uh, unless they've settled out of court with a t-shirt. Um, but <laughs> we then had, yeah, that running picked up the win from the the guitar shot. And, oh, honestly, it was just so good. Like, I cannot, words cannot describe how good Ronan King is. It genuinely baffles me that he is the highlight, and I'm saying the highlight of every WrestleZone show already, and he's only been on shows since, not even October, he wasn't on that first show, he was on the Christmas show, I know he did the show, the Academy show in between, but the first big big show he did was Dainston, um, at Christmas Chaos, and he's already genuinely the best thing on every WrestleZone show, regardless, you're so excited to see him, you don't know what he's going to do, he he actually gets a reaction from everyone in the crowd. Yeah. He's, it's just, he does everything right. And obviously, I love to hate him because he is a wee prick, right? Let's be honest. But he looks incredible. Mm-hmm. In ring, he's solid. And his character is just amazing. Like, they, they joke about, like, I know we joke about them saying the, the Scottish MJF stuff, but it's the closest you get to it, to be honest. You know, on social media, he is relentless. Um, That's I, the thing. I like to give it back, um, but some people don't know how to take it. Um, but yeah, on social media, is relentless. In person, he's also relentless. Uh, he's just all. Oh. And he has the thing that always gets me. Number one, he's dead young. The fact that he's got the confidence at that age is impressive because he's just... I know that everyone's like you can have confidence, but again, to be able to do that at his age and be so confident, cause the thing you always that you always see, people can eventually evolve close to that. But when they first debut, they're worried to go kind of like straight out balls to the wall because they want to like kind of get comfortable and do what they're doing. Straight away, he was right out doing it, and it's worked for him. He took a gamble, and it's worked. Everything from the gear to the moves to the way he acts, everything together just all comes together, and it's brilliant. And again. He is very smart. And this is something that I would I think a lot of people we mentioned it before, we could take advantage of. He's not one dimensional. You don't know about him just when you go to the show, just during his match. You know about him in other ways. Because yeah, you could be brilliant during your match, but if I don't go to wrestles on, I don't know who you are. Whereas he has a presence online. You never know. He could go viral one day and then who knows what could happen with that. Do you know what I mean? This is things that people don't realise, like social media is so important right now and I'm not saying you have to like have it down to a T or everything but just have some sort of presence people want to know more about you 
and then see if they see him at that show and they're craving a wee bit more they can find a wee bit more they know exactly who he is and that's something you want you want them to still be thinking about that when they're not at the show to make them want to come back because especially wrestling fans have a one like oh I've saw the match and then they go home I said them like you want them wanting more you want them to have that little bit of crave and they want to find it hence why having social media having this and stuff and that's what he's got and the fact that he's only like 18 it's right like he's just turned 18 isn't he and he's doing this there is not a doubt that he is going to be booked everywhere like if he keeps the momentum he's doing it and he keeps like keeping himself humble which he is doing amazing he yeah no doubt in my mind that he's going places yeah like but of course I don't want to admit that to him because he's big enough so it's a prick but the thing is like he's already like at the age of 18 got all the character stuff down right obviously he is very inexperienced when it comes to the in-ring stuff right because he's obviously again very young he's not been doing it that long on shows but again you wouldn't think it from watching his matches right so it's not he's not obviously inexperienced but I think Genuinely, see next year, I think he could be probably the biggest breakout wrestler in Scotland if he branches out of WrestleZone and starts getting bookings off elsewhere across Scotland because all he needs is one appearance. If he has one appearance on another show, they will have him back. And do you know what I think is good? Without a doubt. He's got a good attitude. He's surrounded with good lads as well because... All the lads in WrestleZone said they're good anyway, but he's really good at, at keeping himself where he is. And again, just because you're on show, you really use this, those guys, like, see what they do. Because again, there's a lot of other people that we've mentioned previously and we're, we're going to mention later on in here. They're also there reaching out, they're doing a lot of stuff. Work with them. Like, I think that's something WrestleZone's really good at. They all build each other up rather than trying to, like, like bring everyone down. So they're all going to get to that level together. And like we're saying, this kind of like group of guys just now have so much potential and I'm not saying the people before didn't again I can't really talk about that I wasn't there but just from what I can see just now it feels fresh it feels new and look, can I speak on something that like we've said it but actually like I saw Zach Dynamite tweeted it do not sleep on WrestleZone people don't I don't think people realise it and I'll be the first to say I didn't realise that they had this much potential um but when you actually see it, then this is what it is. And again, that's where I'll keep saying it simple in the face. Like, I wish there was more ways to watch it because I want to see more. Like this, this is what this is what genuinely angers me about WrestleZone, right? It is genuinely the best wrestling promotion in Scotland. But nobody can fucking see it because you have to buy a DVD to watch it, right? What's the fucking point in that, right? No offence, right? But what's the fucking point? Nobody, no wrestling fans outside of Aberdeen or people who don't go to the show are going to go, oh, I'll give that DVD, I'll, I'll watch that. No. Yeah, like, no no one has a DVD player anymore. Like Most computers can <laughs> come with a slot. Um, and also, I can speak for it. See, for example, if you're in Glasgow, see, because we're a big city, we think everywhere else is farmland and we don't fuck with it. Um, and I get it, right? I, I do get it. WrestleZone have a very good thing going for them. They're a very yeah. successful company and they don't need to do all this stuff, right? Don't need to, but but it'll bring so much more to their guys. And the it's not even is, that. It's just uh, they deserve more. Yeah. They, des- they deserve to... Like, this is a controversial opinion, right? And then 
people might say it, they are miles ahead of Discovery, right? And that's maybe a, that's a controversial opinion for me to have, right? But they are fucking miles ahead of them. And even now, they're miles ahead of ICW because they're right now, right? In terms of an actual entertaining show, they are better than them, right? And they we are can the say best. that because we have saw them all. It's not yes. as if we're saying, we've only saw wrestling so it's brilliant. We have saw a lot of wrestling. And in the nicest way possible, do you think I'm going to travel three hours, spend all that money to go to a wrestle zone show if I thought it was shite? No. And that's the thing. Like, I think they've got, and because it's very, you know, local, and like, if you search for wrestles on YouTube, right, you're going to get the promos, brilliant, right? But the only matches are on there are a few years ago. And that's nowhere near where they're at now, right? Like, yeah. And yes, guys were good back then, but the guys who were good back then are better now, and the guys who are new are better than the guys who were new back then. Like everyone has improved over the years; they've yeah. got their stuff down. Um, and it it if does. If you it, had put it this way, if you had an on-demand service, I just now told my head I think of a minimum ten people that I know that have never been to wrestles on that would watch it, and that's just yeah. I'm not even thinking hard. And it's not I mean? even. It doesn't even need to be an on-demand service, right? Let's be honest. Just like, anything to watch online. See if you recorded your shows, but you had like an online version. You buying it? I'd buy it. I've said this, right? See if so. The DVDs are a tenner, right? See if the show was then put up on like Vimeo or something for a tenner. I would buy it to watch it. And I don't really understand how that's hard to understand, right? Um. But I don't know, right? It is what it is, but it genuinely annoys me. like because, And, and it comes from a place of love because they are the best promotion in Scotland. They deserve a lot And more. I will say that. And they deserve a lot more. And knowing wrestling fans from here, the reputation of WrestleZone in the Central Belt isn't necessarily a good one. It's just seen as like another wrestling promotion. They kind of see it on the same level as some of like the the lesser ones that we may have gone to recently in the central belt because it doesn't they don't sell themselves they don't show everything um, yeah. but that's that's enough for that i guess um, i get very passionate um about that's about our wrestling. controversial 5 minutes because there's always one but it's not controversial is it really um no, it, it's it, honest. It, like it's just one of those things i guess you know Nobody cares about our opinion, I guess, at the end of the day. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't really hold much weight. But, yeah, I think they deserve better. Um, and there's boys there that maybe don't want to branch out and start wrestling over the countries because they've got other things. They've got, you know, families and all that. that they don't want to be travelling and doing all that. They deserve to be seen outside of Aberdeen. Um, in like the, in, yeah. Like, it's just, again, it's just one of those things. There's loads of people, and I just say... This will be the last point. I don't want to keep going about it, but again, we we have friends, right? That I've never saw wrestles on, but now we talk about it. They're like, "Oh, okay." And it's taken us talking about it to them because number one, they wouldn't go out their way because just what they've like they think they know about it, and this is the thing, people don't know about it, and it's like anything. It's that when you're in a bubble, you know about the bubble, but when you're outside the bubble, what's bringing you into that bubble? So why is someone in Glasgow? Going to look at going to look at WrestleZone. They they don't they don't get it. Hence why I was like that for years. But now I'm there. I'm like now I get it. Genuinely, this is 
wrestle zone has gave me a passion for going back to see wrestling again, which is something that I lost a long time ago. And I've been watching wrestling since I was a baby. Do you know what I mean? So it's genuinely, this is a thing. And I think they do deserve much better. And the more I'm seeing it and the better quality that I'm seeing each and every time. And I started this podcast by saying that every time they surprise me with how, how much better and how much they're improving. They need more people to see that. They will get so much love from that. And I think everyone deserves that. You think selling out that, like, those events are cool. Imagine doing that and then finding out when you go online all the other people have saw it that couldn't make it. Do you know what I mean? It's an incredible feeling. And let's be honest, right? The folk that buy the DVDs will buy the DVDs anyway. It's not going to hurt your sales to put up a free match. Do you know what I mean? That's what it is. But we'll move on. Um... But short story. Before we get the, an angry later, shut the, up! Stop trying to make us do things. The, we already the, the made short, TikTok. This is the short part of <laughs> Martin begrudgingly creating a TikTok account. Um, but the the TLDR of that right is WrestleZone. Too long didn't read. It's a Reddit thing. Um, the whole the, the point of that right is WrestleZone again. I'm going to say it, and I'll press from my fucking chest, is the best promotion in Scotland. They put on the best shows in Scotland, they have some of the best wrestlers in Scotland, and they deserve more. And I love them. And okay. a thing that no one talks about is the guys have a great mentality. They are all genuinely nice people, and that goes a lot further than you think. Except, fin- except Foundation of the Future and Rolling King pricks. Um, oh, speaking of, though, back to question time. We have a question Oh, Camden, from- Dimbleby. From Ronan King. You ready? Oh, no. So I'm going to ask you, what an honour was it to witness firsthand Ronan King prove he is the best to ever do it yet again? Do you know what I say? Arsehole. (laughs) 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 Um, How dare you? You know, as much as I have love for you, I am a number one stan for Mr. Vago. And I do not stand anyone going against him. So you've you've lost a fan in me, Ronan. That's all I'm going to say. I hope you're disappointed in yourself. Well, you never had a fan in me. <laughs> Ignore what I said. Just repeat what I said about five minutes ago about him being one of the best. But anyway, uh, next match, uh, because we're going long here, next match was the... Match it was meant to be Lee McAllister, Scottish Swift, and Omar Muhammad against the outfit and William Sterling. I'm glad but, it wasn't. But Lee McAllister um, pulled out the show, um, and I believe this match has been rescheduled for uh, Battle of the Nations, from what I've heard. Um, so instead, we had a mystery partner. And Kayleigh, do you want to enlighten us on who the mystery Ooh. partner was? Ooh. Who else was it? But Mr. All the Energy in the World. Like, what is the thing he does? Because I looked over and the whole crowd's going, hey, what, pointing it? What? Are you not pointing so, it? So, is this I'll, a teach thing? You, I'll teach you for okay. next time he comes back. Right. Right. Let's so go. You do. So it's Tenacious. Right? Okay. Johnny. Lions. There you go. What's the pointing down for Lions? I don't know. Okay. But. You might ask him. Hello, Mr. Lions. What's the Lions are about? It would not be like tenacious, Johnny. Lions. Rah. Get no. that. Ooh. I, I, I think that'd be funny to see him do, but. <laughs> anyway. I might, 
I mean, ask. You don't ask, don't get. So, this match was just about a fever dream, wasn't it? Like, oh, brilliant. But, I just had a lot of butts in my face. I was really sh- The angle I was at, I was really struggling to see through everyone's like legs. They had the ring post. I don't know if I was like, trying to look through everyone to try and see it. Yeah, 90% of this match was just... Arse. Scotty and Johnny's arse. So, uh, I've had worse arses in my face. So, I've had better as well. Charlie Sterling. Uh, <laughs> Charlie Sterling at um, ICW at the QMU remember that time no my nose nearly inserted his arse so I'm going to have to get back into this so I don't just sound like a pervert but um, the ring was like here the barrier was here and then he does this thing where he stands in the rope and kept going like this backwards not realising that our faces were here so everything had to be like oh my god oh my <laughs> god and then one time I went to speak to my friend and I just got a oh my god <laughs> I've just been arsed. Um, yeah, it was definitely a sight. But um, anyway, we'll move on from that one because that just got weird. So, what were, what were your thoughts on this match overall? It was a lot. Like, I was kind of struggling to, to keep up, to be quite honest. So, break it down. And again, I actually have something positive to say. So, we might have to get an alarm so. or something because I never do. Not in that way, but I mean, would you rather like this time? See when the outfit came out? I felt like I knew Murphy this time. I feel like he's found himself. Because before, I said, I've said it every time. Didn't really know what he was, I didn't really get it. I was like, what's going on? Just kind of doing his own thing. Now he's good in this team. He's now finding himself. He knows what to do. And I was like, right, okay, I'm kind of seeing where this is going now. Um, I feel like Dino's quite a good influence on him. Um... Again, I'm a big fan of Dino. I've I've always liked the look. I've said it for day one. Still loving that mullet. He's the OG mullet, so like rep on him. Um again he's just not kind of Not quite as sexy as Brad with the mullet, unfortunately. But who You have some weird obsession with those lads. You just need to like rein that in a wee bit. They started it. It's they're not gonna allow you to sit front row at these shows. You're gonna have to sit about two hundred metres away. You're going to have to start buying those DVDs just to see what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to get a DVD player. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, so, again, I love it. I love that he's the kind of like more of the kind of big brawler of the team. Brings something a bit different to it. Um, so, yeah, I always like his style, to be quite honest. The kind of mix-match team doing what they're doing. I'm always loving the Asian sensation. Do you know what I mean? He's at Yaldi. My man. Owen was buzzing that he got to see Scotty Swift because he was raging last time he wasn't there. Um, so he was bigging his pals up, going, this is Scotty, he's coming out, like, wait and see this. So again, the three lads were just buzzing. Um, aye, it was good. Do you know what I mean? Again, my thing is, I didn't see a lot of it, so I can't really comment on the wrestling part. Yeah, I was the same, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I mean... Th- it was it was entertaining. Um, was the main part again. Can't really speak for the the in ring stuff. Um, but yeah, really entertaining. Um, the the outfit and William Sterling picked up the win um, over Omar, uh, Scotty and Johnny. Uh, obviously, we saw William Sterling use the loaded glove. Yep. Um, with the the coins in there, um, which was funny because the coins then splattered all over the floor. You know, the kids were picking them up, but there was one. 
very respectful young girl that was like, excuse me, do you want these back? And I thought that was the, the cutest thing ever. I was like, bless you, because um, all the other kids that were there were... They're an absolute oh, pain in my arse, I swear. Oh. Nah, we need to get some sort of playpen and shove them in it, because at one point they were trying to wrestle, they were trying to like, touch the ring. I was like, I hope someone hits them. Like, are we like, falls at the ring, takes them out. Bowling ball style, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I felt- really comedy cartoon. I felt bad for security um, because they can't really do anything because ultimately the parents should you know look after their kids. But like they, they just and kept going, right, can you move back? And that was it. Good segue. We've got another question. Oh. So, Lewis wrestles on security on Good a man. scale of one to ten. How great am I at the raffle and security duties? Lol. Well, I think he had, a, he had an absolute winless job was dealing with those kids ultimately, um, so regardless, he wasn't he wasn't going to look great off the back of that. But he did what he could, so I'm going to give him a solid nine out of ten for the the security part of his role. The right, raffle, I'm I can't talk I can't really talk raffle. for because that was that was you. So, I buy a raffle every time. You do. I spend quite a few pennies at those raffles. Correct. Because see the serotonin they winning, oh that takes me over the edge. Right, love it. You might have a problem. Maybe. Have I ever won said raffle? No, I've no. Has everyone around me won the raffle? Aye, they have. I feel it's a hate crime now. And my second point, you are good at the raffle, but you're no Len. Now, me and Len had a rocky start. The first time I saw Len, he annoyed me. No cause of him. Terrible ref. And I just couldn't look over that. But see, since then... My love for him has blossomed. And now all I want to do is win the raffle so that I can shake his hand. Because he's a lovely wee man. I don't know what it is. I just want to like ask him to sit on my knee and just give him a wee hug and get him to tell me a story. Do you know what I mean? I don't think he'd enjoy that. And I wouldn't actually ask him because I feel like he would think I'm trying to sexually harass him. But if he was to have a wee sit on my knee and tell me a wee story, I'll listen. If I sat in his, I'd break his legs, so he'd have to sit in mine. <laughs> okay, um, moving on. Um, our next match we had was the number one contenders for the tag team title match. It was Mr. P and Sean Johnson against the returning Looking Sharp and Krieger. Um we, we first need to talk about Looking Sharp. Like, oh amazing he is just oh, he needs to be at WrestleZone more he he loves it the crowd don't really know how to take him but he is genuinely so funny and I can never say Krieger's name right Krieger Krieger whatever big man right the big man he's also hilarious so yeah they two are just fun going about Getting a wee twerk. A bit of Liberty X. Never thought I'd hear about a Liberty X. Um, got lucky though because I got pointed at and get told that me and him are going to have a wild time when he dance on me. And I was like, there we go. Um, lucky that didn't happen. But brilliant, honestly. They ha- Again, they came out of the curtain and you felt the atmosphere. You just felt like everything about it. And yeah, a lot of fun. And it's been a while since I've saw them because I'd I don't go a lot of places. They go. Anyway. Well, we saw we saw looking sharp at uh, respect. He was he was very good. Oh, shouting that he's your dad. 
Um, but he was on another level um, in WrestleZone. He was he was something else, and it was just watching everyone laugh, like people who shouldn't be laughing, um, laughing um, as he was making his entrance. Um, but the biggest laugh actually came at the expense of uh, Mr. Sean Johnson. So, uh, following the um, guitar situation, the powder that had landed on the the floor. Um, had created essentially an ice rink around the ring. So uh, Sean Johnson and Mr P make their entrance. Sean goes for the run, goes around the corner, high five and everyone. He slips a belter. He falls right in his arse, right? I bet he slight point... tackled his pal, um, Owen's pal at the road. That's the thing. He essentially slid so far he ended up under a seat. Um, it Some was call like... it the greatest Royal Rumble, the Titus I... O'Neill. It was like Titus O'Neil, but he went feet first. Oh, oh tired. I can't he believe went, you're yawning. He yeah, went feet so first. Poor, I think his name was Boyd's pal. Got Aye. two foot tackled off Sean Johnson's account. Who'd have funk it? Um, it was good to see Sean Johnson having a new look. No, 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 no. I'm not letting him away with this, right? He's put a kilt on, but what was under the kilt? It's the same gear, right? Come on. I well, I'm going to ask you something, right? So put it in this way, right? See if you got new clays, but you didn't buy yourself new boxers. Are you trying to say I've no new clays? What are you exactly. talking about? Exactly. I've stumped you there. No, you what was, un- what was under the kilt didn't count? It was wearing the kilt. It's a good look for him. Mm, so, debatable. Again, another oh, one. What? Their dance routine. I was just about to get to that, you after. Well, carry on then. I was going to say the wee bit of choreo. I was really feeling it. I was feeling the whole they came out. They were doing a wee bit of a laugh. And again, it was hilarious. The boys again were talking about how he was a teacher. So it was brilliant. They wish it was his teacher. Get it, Yaldi. And then, yeah, bit of choreograph. I'll hand over to you. You seem buzzing about talking about it. Oh, it was brilliant. So we had Looking Sharp and Krieger doing a wee dance, right? But Mr. P and Sean Johnson had, honestly... A lot of choreography worked out. It was actually uncomfortable how much choreography they had. They and it was spot on. I don't know how. Yeah. Like the more you think about it, the more you realise they were sitting backstage practicing that all day, right? One, two, one, two. Like you do it now in front of the mirror. Right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that was superb, and I love that. Um, I got to the point where I think it made it even made looking sharp laugh, oh. which is which is that's a, that's a tick off the box if you can make him laugh. Um, and yeah, the, the match itself was, was just fun. Um, it's now, what you expect from these two, isn't it? Are you ready? We've got a three for three. Oh? Three people have changed their opinion last night. Somebody said Murphy Murphy changed his opinion on him. Um, Tucker changed his opinion on him. Sean Johnson as well. I've now changed my opinion on Sean Johnson. He was funny. He was funny. He was getting yelled at. Because again, the thing, the problem I had with three of them was like, I just wasn't vibing with what they were doing. They didn't have the chemistry for who they were with. I just didn't understand it. It wasn't for me. But tonight, all three of them were in the right environment and it actually worked for them. So again, he needs Mr. P. I'll go be honest, seeing I first heard they were two were together, I was like, I don't know if this is going to vibe. I don't think it's going to be my sort of match. I don't know if I'm really going to enjoy it. Nah, they worked really well together. Um, I think they're an interesting team. 
too bad they're going to get absolutely pummeled um, since they're number one contenders. Um, the boys are going to really inspire them. But yeah, I think they worked well together. So again, I've got three for three I've changed my opinion on. So I'll be the first to admit, I'll be the first to say when I don't like it, but I'll be the first to admit when I've changed my mind. So that doesn't happen often. It do- trust me, it doesn't. And we're back again. More technical difficulties that didn't come from me um, for once. Uh, and by technical difficulties, I meant my brain last time. Uh, but this time we actually had technical difficulties. So teething issues, at least. I mean, it happens to Billy. So uh, if, the, if it happens to the pros, then I'm I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. But we're back and we've only got a couple of things to talk about. Um, the next part was meant to be a match between Alan Sterling and Caleb Valhalla for the Tri-Counties Championship. However, Captain Allen has somehow contracted COVID at sea. And Which is uh, funny. Was... Big man's out with COVID now, isn't he? Interesting. Mm. And uh, was unable to compete. So Caleb Valhalla came out um, to the ring. He was frustrated that Captain Allen couldn't compete. He was interrupted by William Sterling, who came out and said that him and his brother were back together. And he now has the outfit with him. And there's some sort of alliance between the Sterling brothers and the outfit, which I'll be interested to see um, come the the next show. But then things got a bit messy um, and Caleb battered everyone. Literally everyone. And controversially, I think this is the best thing that could have happened. Because yeah. he could have had the match. Brilliant. Doing it this way, Caleb looks... Uh, it already looked good, right? But this has gave some legitimate legitimacy to this match. Caleb looks like an absolute beast. And now, now we are craving this match. There's an actual build. We had a bit of a build before, but it was like, this is what it is, and then you go. But again, now it's like you are now craving it. It was so close, but you didn't get it. And now you're like, that's all you want to see which was amazing. And I mentioned this to you, the thing with Caleb and something that I always like, admire about him, he's a big guy and he can play big scary roles, but he's also really good at being funny. Yeah. So for so long, we saw this funny Caleb. And even though when we had the kind of breakup at the last show, you saw a bit of him, a bit more aggression to him. He still, it was funny before it, so you didn't really see a lot of it. To see Caleb come out and just full scale draw that line he's like nah this is me this is more like the kind of vibe that i'm going for like just it seemed so intense and again the people in the crowd were especially kids they were genuinely terrified the kids were like oh my god and even you looked around some of the adults were like they've not really saw this because again a lot of people there are like wrestle zone the only kind of the only time they see caleb and stuff and just seeing that actual shift the atmosphere in the room changed and it was very, very well done. You don't get a lot of things like that these days. You don't get a lot of legitimacy behind um, matches, which, ironically, the last match you had that too. We'll talk about that in a minute. But, yeah, it just it felt great. And I think, as sad as it was to not see Captain Allen, because, again, he is one of the highlights of the show, because you never know what you're going to get with him. It's the best thing, in my opinion. Interesting. And, I mean, the best part for me was Dennis Law finally getting 
his uh, his comeuppance for his terrible refereeing, um, and he got absolutely murked by Caleb Bahala. Now this just proves my point that he doesn't look what what he's doing. He did, his eyes are painted on. He doesn't see anything, and he got absolutely destroyed. So um, as I said to him as he was walking past, I'm not saying he deserved it, but karma works in, in funny ways. So uh, he finally got his comeuppance in, yeah. in my in my books. And question time. Um, this is like my new thing. Question I like time. it. I like it. I want, I want like eventually I want you to like get me like a buzzer and all sorts, right? I'm going out and have a sign. But um, anyway. So, Mr. V Stockings, Mr. Fake Ooh. Glasses, Mr. Cupcake Hands, um, why do you think Blue Thunder decided to face Caleb Valhalla after already losing to me in the VIP pre show? Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess he he wanted that smoke. That's that's all I can really say about that. Maybe you battered him so silly. Yeah, maybe you battered him so silly. His brain just wasn't wired right, and he just wanted more. You just craving that satisfaction. Well, and he thought, "Get you, Aldi." Let's let's be honest. Is Blue Thunder's brain already wired correctly? You know, I mean, come on. Let's let's not give him too much credit. Well, I will. That's fair play. That is fair play. Maybe knock some sense into him. You never know. Yeah. Uh, now, that was the end of the show. Nothing else happened. Um, but a good night, and um, I went home. Thank you. Don't make me laugh at you again. So, the main event. Let's talk through it slowly, so it's more painful for Kyle. Brilliant build up. We had, how many months ago? Aspen Faith. He came back. He was the saviour. He saved Damien. Kyle Watt. We couldn't save his pants after that. He shot himself. <laughs> right, this is how it was. His saviour came back. Him and Billy, get it yelled He said he was going to win this Royal Rumble. Well, their version of Rumble, you know what I mean? Like, be funny. So, that happened. What happened? Oh, oh no. Zach wasn't having it. Zach decided, no, I'm going to win this rumble. Next thing you know, joint winners. So, of course, Kyle again, absolute raging. Secretly, I was loving it. Can't admit that, though. Kyle's absolute raging. That's why we're in separate rooms. And then the big, big main event. So, of course, we've got Damien, who's had the title for how many days? A thousand and something. Too many to count, right? But again, don't get Kyle started. He believes that if you're walking about your gaff, it doesn't count. Um, I'm not pulling those threads. So again, I'm a fan of Damien. I'm a big fan of his daughter too. So, you know, got it all going. Then we've got Zach, which I'll admit, that was who I wanted to win. I mentioned this. Big fan of the um, the future. Kyle, not so much so. And then you've got your lost boy, Aspen. So, of course... It was a recipe for disaster. One of us was not going to be happy. And why one of us, I mean me, Kyle, and Damien's daughter. The three of us, it was like us three should have been the poster. Um, do you want me to keep going or do you want to bring yourself together or do you want to hand over to you now? No, you can carry on. You can carry on. So it started off brilliantly. My favourite part, so again, boys came out, was what it was. Zach was deciding that, nah, he doesn't want the boys there. He's going to do it on his own. 
the irony. But we'll get to that. Aspen came out, no frills. Again, Kyle and Billy, edge of their seats. They they didn't know what to do. The David came out, again, a bit more sombre. A bit of a different vibe. Didn't have the same tunes he normally has. It was a very weird interaction. But do you know the best part about all of it? So again, you know we spoke about those wee wains that were just getting at Yaldi and just absolutely pissing everyone off? Nah. Then what happened? The minute before Damien came out, boom, his daughter was there and he was like, get back, my dad's coming. Right? I was loving it. I was rooting for her. I was like, you tell them, hen. You get them back. She was like, no, sorry, do not ruin this match. This is the main event. The cutest thing ever, just before our dad came out, she was going, this is my dad coming out. And they were like, no, it's not. She was like, it is. My dad's Damien. Just wait and see. So then, as he walked out and obviously gave her a hug and all that and stuff, you saw all the Wayne's faces were like, oh my God, this is so cool. So of course, they then thought she was some sort of local celebrity, but she is in her own right. Then of course, Damien decided to give her a moment, take her in the ring with him, which seeing her face was honestly the cutest thing ever. She was bouncing off the walls. Again, all the Wayne's raging, which I was glad. Good on her. She came out the ring. And I didn't even watch what happened after that. I just looked straight at her. She went round. She's like, oh my God, that never happens. That was so cool. And all the kids were like, oh my God, that's amazing. She had some sort of fan group. And then she created this ruckus. During the match, again, I was watching the match, but every so often I glanced over. She had managed to rally the troops. She had all these wins behind her shouting for Damien in unison. It was becoming like some sort of war, like a war song. And it got bigger and bigger and bigger course with the ending it wasn't so good because then she wasn't so happy but we'll get there in a minute um but genuinely watching her was amazing and again i've said it before credit to him his daughter is so good like i love her and i can't wait in however many years to see her potentially step in that ring defend her father's honor i think it'll be great but then the match happened and then the match ended I think it would only be right that we pass over now to Kyle to see what he has to say. No, we'll not skip the actions. We'll not skip over the match because the match itself was incredible. Like this was yes. the, the the hype behind this match was obviously massive. Um, probably three of the best wrestlers in Scotland, you know, going toe to toe. It was always going to be a big one, but they lived up to it big time. Um, at one point, I thought Zach was dead um, because right. Aspen was a drop kick. Aye, he doesn't have to flood himself. I was like, big man. Like, he was like a ragdoll. He was out for the count. When he hit the ground, I was like, he is dead. That is it. It's now, there's no longer a, a freeway. It was up there with malice hitting the ground. Um, it's it, There's definitely a dent in that floor from where Zach's hit it. Um, but yeah, the match was honestly incredible. Um I didn't necessarily enjoy it um, because I was sweating and my heart was going like clappers the whole way through the match. Uh, they got me so many times. And this is, again, what I love about wrestling, right? Is that, like, me and Kayleigh can kind of go to wrestling and kind of have a good idea for what's happening. And, you know, there's certain things that kind of give things away and you look at it and you go, all right, it's just going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, If you've watched enough wrestling, you kind of pick these things up. But this match genuinely had me so invested that I was 
genuinely on my edge of my seat and like Kayla can attest for it there was parts of this match where there'd be like a two count and I would genuinely like the sigh of relief that came out of me um, was dangerous um, and yeah it was just such a good match the finish obviously not so great for me um, I can't remember how it happened if I'm being really honest um, Zack Dynamite picked up the win after so- absolutely destroying Aspen with a chair to the point where it actually got a bit disgusting. Yeah, Aspen was getting, again, milked to a new level. And next thing you know, he just stopped responding. He just, his body wasn't even moving, wasn't reacting to the chairs. Then he took Damien out. And then that 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 pin happened. I was loving it. I started laughing straight in Kyle's face. Brilliant time. Again, big, big fan of Aspen. But there's nothing better than seeing Kyle's hopes and dreams get destroyed in front of you. It's just what it is. And again, big fan of additional future. Can I cheer for them at the shows though? Because I feel like, you know, sitting so close to Billy and Kyle, I'd be dead. But um, big fan. Love the fact they're all holding the gold now. It really cements their team. But now what does this mean though? So obviously Damien has now lost his, his title. Again, he lost his sparkle. Watching the Waynes was genuinely heartbreaking, but it was funny watching Kyle um, just absolutely lose it in front of him. So that was a whole thing, and again, well deserved. Overall, great, great match. What I want now, uh, well, I don't know what's going to happen. This is just my guess. Zach's going to go on a, some sort of like tirade. Him and the boys are going to just, I hope they just run through people. They honestly just have this whole momentum. Damien needs to take some time away. I think Damien needs to take a wee bit of time to go away. Really focus on what he's doing and come back stronger. No point in coming back straight away just now and, and just do the same thing. I think he needs a wee bit of time to really just sit back, think about what's happened, think about the fact he's lost the title and really work on what he wants to do next. Aspen, though, this is different. I think he'd be in his right the next time to come out and I think it'll be a really good match being like, this is cool. You did what you could do, but can you actually do it without your guys? Because it's all talk. You've you've got a group, which is brilliant. Can you do it on your own? You can't do anything on your own. And then the title will be on the line. And I don't know, maybe have like a... Like, I don't know, put it in a cage. Do something, keep those lads out. Keep them away. Or Aspen needs to get his own group. And really start fighting for it. And really have boys to help him. Keep the boys at bay. Um, I already know a couple. Mr. Kyle Watts available. Billy Strachan would be. He's having a baby. And he was, nearly, he was nearly greeting when Finish in the Future shouted at him. So exactly. maybe, maybe not so good with the confrontation. Mark Leslie dresses like him. So, you know, you've got that going on. Um, that's what it is. But yeah, you got absolutely done in by the foundation at the end. They were right in your face. They were howling at you. How did it feel? It was quite fun, to be honest. It was, it you was love good. it. Um, you I love the attention. The, I love the drama. Um, yeah, honestly, they, those guys are so good. Um, yeah, obviously I was gutted that Aspen didn't win, but I've I've been a massive fan of Zach for years. I think he's genuinely one of the best wrestlers in Scotland. Yeah. Um, and is massively 
massively underrated. Um, again, an example of someone that is in WrestleZone and obviously has been getting more bookings down in Discovery and things like that. Um, so he's kindly, finally breaking down there, but he deserves so much more. Um, yeah, fantastic, fantastic wrestler. Um, Foundation the Future as a whole team are genuinely the best unit in Scottish wrestling. Uh, I can barely think of any teams in you know the whole of the UK that are up there with them. So yeah, they are fantastic and they deserve to, to hold the gold. Um, as much as I'm very sad that it's not Aspen, um, you know we'll we'll take it. We'll move on. Uh, but who knows what happened next now? Yeah, I mean my long term prediction for WrestleZone um, is. And this is a bold prediction to make. Aberdeen Anarchy 2023. Main event of Zack Dynamite against Caleb Valhalla for the WrestleZone Undisputed Championship. Yes. Calling it now. Definitely. That'll be a good match because the size difference, the number one, is like that just still make it so interesting. You never know what's going to happen. So... Yeah, I think again overall that match was intense. That match is amazing. That match could be on any show, and it would still be amazing. The three of them are just such good wrestlers, and like we've said throughout this, they need more recognition. Yeah, Aston's broke out a bit more than the other two. Um, he he stood in a lot all over the place, but. People need to stop sleeping on it. They need to realise what's there. They need to see what they've got. And I think having Zach with the title is it's good for him. Again, Damien did what he did and it was great. It's time for it to move on now. It's time to have a new chapter. And hopefully he takes that belt all over the place. If he's getting more bookings, take that belt. There's another part of your exposure. Now you've got the three of them holding your belts. Like Get them on shows holding them. Who knows, maybe they'll collect belts in other places. Like, you don't know what's going to happen next. So, I think it was good. But, another question. So, Mr. Champion, Mr. Zack Dynamite, how heartbroken was Kyle that his boy Aspen lost? We've kind of touched on it, but do you want to give any closing words for him? Prick. (laughs) And that's what you're getting from Kyle. Um, but also, we have Mr. SWN, okay. Mr. Scottish Wrestling, Mr. Podcast. Billiam Mr. Strachan. Billiam. Number one, are you okay? And number yeah. two, yeah. no really, are you okay? No. No. So Kyle does have a support group now. Um, number will be flashed across the screen for anyone that's listening. Tough shit, you've missed all that. Um... He has a support group now set up for people that have have lost something during that show, you know. We've already got three people joined in. Um, personally, I'm having a great time. Um, I am Team Zach. So, that's how it is. We are a split household. Look what you've done. You've made the way in the group. Um, we also have a question um, that's not on your list that was, that was sent to me. Um, and the, the question is... Now, with the revelation that Kaylee and her favourite wrestler, wrestler, Mickey Vago, support the same football team, how often will Kyle be checking her DMs? Right, me and the big man cannot wait for Wednesday. Hopefully, um, 
it's like it's a good game, or I'm gonna look like an arsehole. Um, we can't expose the guy. This was this was said in court. Like this was said, was no one was meant to know. Um, and also, I can't talk about Aberdeen wrestling and then come out as a Rangers fan. I'm going to get absolutely smacked the next show. But um, we are doing better than you, and that's all that matters. So, follow. My fingers look really white there. They look that... really chunky too. Fuck you. Right, so... <laughs> Richmond's. <laughs> that <laughs> is definitely us. We're almost at the... Well, we're not far off the two-hour mark um, for this podcast. We had a lot to talk about in uh, WrestleZone, but we had an amazing time up in WrestleZone. Thank you very much to all the guys from WrestleZone for the hospitality. As always, it's always a nice warm reception, friendly faces. If you're listening to this and you're not one of the boys, because let's be honest, that's the only people who listen to this, um, and you've never been up to WrestleZone, get there. Next show, August 6th, nice summer's evening, on a Saturday night, get yourself up to Aberdeen. It's only three hours away from all your major cities, Edinburgh, Glasgow, etc. If you're in Dundee, then God bless you. Um, but get yourself up the road. Get yourself up to Aberdeen. Go to a wrestling show. Support probably the best guys in Scottish wrestling. Support the good guys. That's that's all I'm going to say. You where might find it? your new favourite wrestler. Where is it? Aye, where is it? It is at the Summerhill Shore Hotel in Aberdeen, the place where Aspen Faith Meters returned. Two wrestles Wait, oh, do you know, again, see if you want to make it better, they need, see if they want to start doing hot dogs or something, right? Or just any sort of food for me. That'd be class. That'd be that, that is correct. That is the one thing that's holding them back, I think, is, is lack of hot dogs. Yeah, I love a hot dog. That, I love anything. That's why I'm a fat cow. Um, that's how it is. But one thing I will say about WrestleZone is they have a good knack for running shows in venues that are next door to Domino's. Yes. Keep that up because see how we collection deal class. Um, But yeah, we'll need to stop talking at this point. Um, If you do want to carry on the conversation with us, please do hit us up on Twitter. Um, It's K&K or KK WrestlePod as it is on Twitter. Um, We are also on Twitter ourselves. I am KyleWhatUK and we have Kaylee Laugh. Over there, that way. I pointed the wrong way. Um, no, for those other watching. way, Kyle. That way. Be, it might be wrong on your screen. I'm asking you that uh, way. And it should also, be that way in the recording. The good thing as well is that we've been wanting to do this for a long time. This is why we've kind of been a bit slower putting our podcasts out because we're trying to get all this sorted. But now we have video format. We actually will be doing more. We say it all the time, right? At this point, you don't believe us. I don't believe myself. But genuinely, it will. And also, this was the thing stopping us getting some some added extras. Also, podcast. Speaking of right, this isn't a two. This isn't on my street, right? We're not. We can't just sit and you know critique all your wrestling and all that, right? If you've got any, you know, constructive criticism about the podcast, things you'd like, things that would be more entertaining, please let us know. We'll take it on board. You know, it's a two way street. I like a bit of feedback. But Kaylee, maybe um, not. She might try and fight you. I was going to say, I'm, I'm mildly aggressive. I like to say mildly. It comes across nicer. It's not mildly. Don't be too harsh. I know my bam. Right, just just be nice. I need to get a better background. The only good thing I've got is my clerk's poster. That's where we're going to go next because Kyle's put all my good stuff in his room. That's what's going to happen. But, no, but genuinely, we want to like, try and actually talk to more of yous. So, drop us a DM if you want to be involved. Maybe we'll let you in. Maybe we won't. 
Uh, we will start putting out the feeler soon. Um, so yeah, that is us. Thank you very, very much for listening. Remember, as always, if you enjoyed it, make sure you, you know, subscribe on YouTube now. Work there. And if you didn't enjoy it, um, you write the reviews. You put SWN. PO Box <laughs> SWN Elgin, right? Um, you've lost my train of thought. So yeah. I, Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel because that's where these will be going with the video. We also have the audio version. We're going to keep to the OGs um, with the, the audio version. That'll be on Spotify and all your other podcast platforms. Make sure you follow us over there. Rate us five stars. Give us all the good stuff. Um, but yeah, we're going to stop right here because um, we have gone very long. It's now currently 10 minutes past midnight uh, on our school night. So I am very tired and uh, I am now going to go to my bed. So, thank you very much for listening. Boring. Any, any okay. last thoughts from you, Kayla? Uh, I'm fucking sweating. So, I'm buzzing to get this in. Lovely. Um, we'll see you next time. Peace.